Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly news podcast. Topping the news this week, Albania's prime minister has blamed Iran for a major cyber attack two months ago that took down parts of the country's national infrastructure. As a result of the attack, Albania cut off diplomatic relations with Iran and expelled Iran's diplomats from the country. The attack, which has been linked to Iran by both Mandian and Microsoft, also resulted in sensitive data being leaked. The White House is promising further action to hold Iran accountable. Also this week, Bandit disclosed details on an Iranian state-sponsored group called APT-42. APT-42 has launched over 30 confirmed operations against various nonprofit, education, and government targets globally since 2015. The group's end goal has revolved around harvesting credentials for personal and corporate email accounts in order to steal documents and research pertinent to Iran and tracking the locations and communications of Iranian government dissidents. Researchers said the group's operations have included credential harvesting, surveillance campaigns, and malware deployment. While the group's activity is focused on the Middle East region, it has also targeted Western think tanks, journalists, and government officials Mandiant researchers said they assess with high confidence that APT-42 conducts espionage operations on behalf of the Iranian government due to this persistent targeting of high-priority victims both inside and outside of Iran. Ben Reed, Director of Intelligence Analysis at Mandiant, talks more about the research. APT-42 is an Iranian state-sponsored cyber espionage group that we recently graduated. We had previously tracked them as UNC-788, Uh, but we're able to do some deep dive research and gain some insights into this group and so decided to graduate them to APT-42 and published an extensive report. APT-42 has been active since at least 2015 and in that time we've seen their operations characterized by really targeted spearfishes and extensive use of social engineering. They really work to get individuals trust to understand what they're doing. They may not use zero days but they're very good at social engineering and sort of blending in with messages that someone may normally get. And then in terms of what type of targeting they do, they tend to focus, they target both individuals and groups, but really where they stand out is their close surveillance of individuals who are of interest to the the Iranian government. This takes a couple of forms. It can be as simple as credential collection. They'll steal credentials, they'll access personal emails, email inboxes, as well as corporate. So they tend to really go after an individual, but where this really gets kind of dangerous for those targeted is they go after mobile phones. We've seen them deploy mobile malware, specifically targeting Android. And when they do this, this malware sort of has the capability to record things, to exfiltrate a full SMS, to steal all the text messages. And this allows really close tracking of people, including their victim locations. If you have your phone on you, people, you know where you are. And we've seen instances where individuals targeted by APT-42 have, according to media reports, been arrested by the Iran. Iranian government. So this is something they're using to track threats to regime stability, dissidents. And that shows up in a lot of their tracking. They do some, there is targeting of government officials, and we see them follow government priorities, but it also involves former policy, former Iranian policymakers, members of the Iranian diaspora, opposition groups, journalists, academics who are researching Iran. So really going after people who are directly involved here. We have seen this group's ability to be responsive to the needs of the Iranian state. We've had them shift to 
targeting sort of COVID-related information at the start of the pandemic. And we believe that this group will continue to do these things. They've been extensively publicly reported on. Uh, some parts of what's been reported as Charming Kitten align with this group. But they continue to really be very active and go after go after these targets. And as long as these folks have interest, uh, have, have information of interest to the Iranian government, we think they'll be targeted. Finally, researchers detailed the software control panel used by the well-known TA505 financial threat group in order to manage its serve helper malware. TA505 has targeted the financial sector since 2014 with mass phishing attacks, mainly relying on tools like the Drydex Banking Trojan and Locky Ransomware. Researchers with the ProDAT Threat Intelligence team said that further details about the command and control structure behind Serve Helper, called Tesla Gun, will help give security professionals a better understanding into how the group works and its malware distribution tactics. Esru, threat analyst with ProDAT, explains further. The top takeaway from this research would be realizing the understanding on how the group's agility can make their backdoor activities become more difficult to predict and hard to detect over time. With our observation, it can obviously be expected that the threat group will also attack victims outside of its primary scope, tagging RDP connections for eventual resale to other cybercriminals. We need to know that organized cybercrime industry requires a new strategy in order to overcome fast-moving threats like TA. 505 backdoor attack campaigns. Fortunately, our team was able to gain valuable insight into how this threat group organizes its activities and achieves its goals. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were hacking the planet.